0: Good morning, everyone. So glad to see you guys and all our special guests out in Cyberland. It is truly a wonderful, beautiful day today. And of course, coming into the space as you guys can see, on the uh, beginning, the space is really awesome. I would like to uh, welcome everyone. And just knowing that we are grateful that you have chosen to share in our Sunday celebration. Your presence is a gift to us. As you may have heard during the celebration, we are a center that honors and respects all spiritual paths, recognizing truth wherever it appears. We recognize you as a spiritual being having a physical experience. Therefore, we know you to be divine, unique, and special. We are a welcoming spiritual center, inspiring personal transformation and positive change in our lives and in the world. Conceived as a teaching healing ministry, we are a teaching healing ministry. We are dedicated to learning and living consciously And intentional. So one of the things I want to lift up is our focus on prosperity. Our prosperity comes in many forms, in different forms. It is always not in the form of money. And I just want to acknowledge the prosperity here at the Center for Spiritual Living Midtown. Our volunteers are Consistently contributing, building the prosperity here, the prosperity conscious here, at the center of Liv- living, the spiritual center for spiritual living, Midtown is actually phenomenal. You can know with, without a doubt, uh, you are members. We are thankful and grateful for your support. You out in the cyberland, in the social media space. We are here because of you. The other group that is here that continues to contribute is our board of directors. It takes leadership, it takes vision, and they have been able to keep us on a vision that continues to grow. And we are certainly glad to be part of that. And of course, we have our practitioners who have a consciousness of prosperity and continue to build on that prosperity. So October is like our month that we practice prosperity, but we do ask that you practice. But we have an intentional focus this month on the thought and the idea of prosperity. And of course, guys, we must thank Dr. Bob. Dr. Bob has been a prosperous person, uh, contributing prosperity along the way, building a space that allow us to be whoever that is that we say we are. So that is a prosperity experience in and of itself. So prosperity does not always come in the form of money. Um, We have a couple of our practitioners that are experiencing prosperity. We have Doug. They're moving into a new home, so they are not present. However, they continue to share their prosperity here with the Center for Spiritual Living. Lee Huffman, you guys may not see him, but he continues to be active. His prosperity journey, he's doing the Camino. This is in Spain, and guys, you've heard about it. So we have a lot of opportunities to practice prosperity. And again, I want to encourage you to continue your journey on what that prosperity may mean to you. It could be in the form of love. It could be in the form of health. It could be with your family. could be with your business. Again, you get to define this concept or this idea of prosperity for yourself. So that is the great thing. But again, just keep in mind, we are building together a consciousness of prosperity. So um, here at this point, we have one of our practitioners that demonstrates prosperity consistently on an ongoing basis. Her spirit says prosperity. I'd like to introduce to you one of our practitioners. And of course, guys, practitioners, they go to school. It is a continuing education. So the activity is always engaging. So. Glad to introduce to you our Norma Roberts.
1: Good morning, Barbara. Good morning to all of you. And I thank you for being with us today as we continue to look at the term money. Barbara, it's always good for you to be around. You always see such wonderful things. In the book, Money is God in Action, Raymond Charles Barker states that the last hundred years have brought about what we call a scientific age. One of the things our friends in the scientific field have done is to make us realize that the universe is a fluid creation, an eternally flexible creation. It is always in a state of flux. You must realize that the average person has stopped his own prosperity because he has concluded that prosperity is money in the bank are money and his investments. Instead of seeing prosperity as a flowing thing, it's an inlet and an outlet of activity. All life is circulation. Money is a vital part of the necessary circulatory system of this age. The universe is saying to the mind of man that if he will be wise in his use of money, if he will be receptive to the idea of money, you will have money. Next, we must be willing to live in a state of financial flux. Sometimes that's a little bit difficult. But we must be willing to live in a state of financial flexibility and then meet that state without fear. When the barometer on our bank account goes down, we must know that it is merely an indication that it will go up again. If we remain open to the idea of money, we will have money. And now we will transition to our morning prayer treatment. So please just join me and relax. And as we begin the treatment today, we're gonna to take a very deep cleansing and relaxing breath. Close your eyes if you feel inclined to do so, but feel that right now you are in the presence of God. Know these words with me as I speak them in the first person. I know there is but one life. That life is God's life, and that life is truly my life right here and right now. I know there is one universal mind, one intelligence, and it is God. God is all, in all. I declare my mind, my life, and my intelligence, my very being is of God. As I focus my attention on the Spirit, I know within me is the loving, all providing presence that is stronger and greater than anything that faces me in my physical or emotional world. I am uplifted with a greater confidence and trust knowing that God is in my every experience and only good can come from it. I do not accept any limiting idea of the past to cause me to feel any experience of the now but I declare the past experience was only a signpost, a redirection to my good of the now and my good forevermore. Knowing that I live in a sea of abundance and my wealth flows through expected as well as unexpected channels, I believe, I accept, and I expect that I am always well provided for, because as any need is perceived, I announce in mind that it is already met. I form a clear idea of what I really want and I am precise in forming, visualizing and verbalizing my goal. I declare my word with confidence, impressing upon universal mind, my intention, and affirming that it is done. I go about my day with a sense of calm expectation, knowing that the spiritual prototype is already in existence. As I allow my desire to unfold, my hand rests securely in God's hand, and I move forward to the complete manifestation of what is right for me. Perfect health is mine. Absolute, abundant wealth is mine. Positively magnificent, loving, personally relationships are mine, and expressive, expansive, creative self-expression is mine. It is who I am. Grateful for this truth, I accept that it is so now. And I let it be so, and so it is.
0: Okay, guys, Uh, very, very nice treatment, Norma, thank you. It's always about the belief. So guys, you know, Dr. Bob is away. He's in Santa Barbara, California on a conference. And of course, uh, they're enjoying his leadership, but he has left us in good hands today we have a wonderful outstanding treat reverend john corn so please help me welcome reverend john cohen
2: thank you barbara that video of nemo and daniel namad has as a um i picked it out for today they are now performing together, and that's as of a year ago. They found that they are amazing together, even though they were both solo artists, um, and they're traveling all over doing their um, their concerts. And we have them. We had them at a virtual conference for Anthem, which is the affiliated New Thought Network, and it was back in March. And the brilliant people at New Thought Media who help with our service here. Helped with that concert. And we had a musician in Hawaii. Then we had Daniel Naimad in, I believe he's in California, somewhere out west. And then we had Nemo in India. And they did it all playing, you know, their pieces. There were no delays with anything. It was just amazing. And so I call it the Sunny and Cher show. They're traveling. (laughs) They're traveling the continent doing their show, and they're going to be our guest next year at Unity Village. It's going to be the first week of October, um, for our uh, affiliated New Thought Network conference. And they're going to be the musicians and the music directors. And that was my request. And I'm just beyond thrilled about that. And Norma, I wanted to thank you for the, um, Treatment, I felt my credit score increasing just while I was sitting there. It's like things are getting better (laughs) Okay, and Dr. Bob asked me to talk today about embodying prosperity So he's led you up to the point where you now want to think about well, how do I embody this? How do I make this happen? Well, first off I'm going to ask you to do what I'm doing put your arms all out wide Uncross your legs. If your legs are crossed, that's a sign of I'm still a little uptight. Um, And shout it out. I am open and receptive to all the good the universe has for me. you say that? I am open and receptive to all the good the universe has for me. Right. Amen. Let me tell you, that is a Louise Hay affirmation. And I learned from watching her that if I'm sitting like this, because it gives me some comfort, that I'm actually being a little bit uptight and I'm not as necessarily open. And um, our body language is 70% of communication. So we want to be very clear when we are communicating what it is we want to communicate with the universe. I had a Buddhist um, monk for my master's program. And he would say, you need to sit like a good Buddha, you know, like your back straight, you know, none of this floppiness or, um, you know, poor posture. So keep that in mind. What message am I sending to the universe with my body language? Does it match the words I'm sending? Is my body language um, more, say 70% more than what my words are saying at 30%. The universe just says yes. It doesn't interpret. It just says yes. You're putting it out there, and yes, I'll give you plenty of things to help you continue believing that. Okay, it could be um, I'm poor. I can't pay my bills. Um, nobody loves me. Um, one woman <laughs> said to me, I can't remember if it was her kids. There was something with... They're always a problem, it's always a problem. And you know my answer is, and, and so it will be. That's what the universe hears you saying. The universe is gonna give you a lot of experiences to match that, to say, yes, I get you, I understand you. I'm here to give you what you would like. And as we start to work on embodying anything, be it prosperity, perfect health, creative self-expression, we have to believe that we are worthy and deserving of it first. I really feel that that blocks people from receiving their good if we're not working on worthy and deservability, worthiness and deservability. And I have a treatment for that. If anyone wants me to send it to them, quite often I would um, treat somebody after church or during the week whenever and then I would stick in the deservability deservability treatment with the one I did for them and ask them to do both of these at home every day. So I'm happy to email that to anyone who wants. Now, as we go into our good, our prosperity, I have to ask you, how do you handle compliments? How do you handle gifts? where I'm from, which is the armpit of Alabama, um, we, what is socially correct in that area, that culture, um, at that time when I was growing up, was you deflect it or you're being conceited. You're taking all the good, your head's getting too big. So you would deflect it. Anyone compliment you? Um, Sylvia, I love your hair. And if you go, oh, this old hair. I just, you know, I just barely pulled it together. Well, you're deflecting your good. The universe is paying attention. And my teacher, David Barrett, would say, to be spiritually correct is not to be socially correct. So if you're working on, you know, you're going to improve your life, you need to not worry about what people out there are thinking or saying or doing. Look at your... um, I often look back to what my parents would say, what they would have me do. And I know it's, whatever it is, it's the opposite. That's what I need to do. My father had a thing about being stoic, stuffing your feelings. But that's a really good thing. But um, in truth, if we're going to be spiritually correct, our feelings are there for a reason. They are guidance, our inner GPS system. Raymond Charles Barker, who was our spiritual great-grandfather, he was the teacher of Kennedy Schultz, and Kennedy Schultz taught the subsequent teachers that are here now, that have been through here. And I have a story from when Mary Morrissey went to see him speak before he died. And she said he was in his 70s, he was elegantly dressed with a head of white hair, and we used to see him on videos. David would bring videos of... Um, Raymond Charles Barker's to our class, so we could see who he was and hear his style of speaking. Um, and I remember thinking, boy, that is a happy, older gay man. He was just so out there. And he in this this session with Mary Marcy, he pulled a bunch of money out of his pockets, like a bunch of um, $100 bills. And he started kissing them and going on and on about how he loved his money. And he would say, this is money. I love money. And Mary Morrissey recalls feeling horrified when she saw that. She was thinking he's not even spiritual. And then Raymond Charles Barker said, if you had any thought of revulsion, repulsion, or judgment about money, money heard you. Money's got it. It heard you. Why would money go where it's not loved? Why would you not love the symbol of your freedom? Now imagine if we had a little, or he would say, imagine if you had a little boy here, he picked a little boy up and said, this is my grandson who I love dearly. And then he kissed all over the grandson. You would think, well, that's a good thing. But when he pulls up the money, it's a different thing. Why? Because we've been culturally taught, depending on the religion you came from, that money is the root of all evil. Um, only the really nasty people have wealth. <laughs> and that's the best way for me to describe it at this point in time. Um, you know, being penniless was next to godliness. And I remember my grandfather saying, he was an old Baptist. I remember when my grandmother died, he said, she's getting her reward now. And I was like, what is it? You know, I didn't know. What that was about, because I didn't grow up in that teaching. But it's about—it was about controlling people at the time. The church controlling people. Your life's going to be crap, and we're going to have you work, 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 and it's still going to be crap. But you're going to do all this stuff for us so that you get your reward when you go to heaven. The streets are paved in gold up there. All you got to do is chip a piece off, and you're already richer. I'll tell you a quick story. When I was in Science of Mind first year of studies, this is back when we were on Buford Highway, I had a, I was newly broke up from a relationship, living on my own somewhere. I was scared, it was nerve wracking, um, not knowing if I was gonna have enough money to pay my bills. I was doing everything for the first time. And I met a woman in our class. Naturally, we were drawn together. You have to remember that. The law of attraction pulled us together. She was in Section 8 housing, and she was uh, food insecure. So she had been on the streets some, got into housing, but never had money for food. And so I would drive her home after class, driving up Buford Highway to where those apartments were, and she would have me go through the drive-throughs of like Wendy's and everything else, And she would ask for free food, and they gave it to her. (laughs) So that experience made me quite nervous, because that was just more homelessness in my face. I thought, I talked to a friend about it, actually, who was a year ahead of me in our program. And he said, this is just ridiculous. You are not going to be homeless. You don't. You know, your whole concern about that is just off. You've never, you know, not taken care of yourself or pulled yourself up, you know, when you needed to. So what happened was this lady found a way to go back to college. She had to move to Virginia. There was an apartment there for her. So the work we were doing helped. And I noticed as I was getting more and more stable by treatments and by discussing things with the practitioners and my teachers, um, my life was improved and so was hers at the same time. And we're still close today. So we offer a lot of practices to change the neural patterns in your brain. The patterns that our parents put in there and that we continued when we became young adults because we didn't know any different. We're going to continue to create from the way our parents created our lives. If, if you, those grooves are there, but you can, science shows you can change those. We can get rid of those by embracing this teaching fully, doing everything we can do. Treatments, gratitude, meditation, um, being aware, of what we're saying and thinking and what we're putting out, you can change the patterns in your brain. And after a while, they're no longer a pattern there. The pattern has become positive thinking, being goal oriented, being loving and kind, being open, being in tune with your higher self. One of the things I see is that people are worried about their family when they do treatment. They worry if they get more money than their parents had, that that's somehow rejecting them, or they don't want the family to know. They don't want that to be public information, or if they have better health than their sick, sickly family. Um, or say, you know, they've got a wonderful loving life and their parents are divorced and they're both, you know, angry all the time. So there is, this is a a discovery Louise Hay had that um, you can still love your parents and do better than them. And some people need to hear that. Hmm. I did in the beginning, a daily prosperity treatment from Raymond Charles Barker and I did it for about two years. And I actually had 10 treatments I did every day for about two years in the beginning. I needed more prosperity in my life. And so I threw it in the mix, but I had a lot of stuff in my mind from my background that you will never have enough and you are not smart enough to have enough. Um, and that only smart people would have enough. You're not one of them. And you probably need someone, you know, a a rich sugar daddy to pay your bills. that's what you need. And I actually know, believe me, I know people to this day that still think like that. But when I started doing the Raymond Charles Barker treatment, which I also have with me today, I can um, email to you guys. There is a line about, um, where is it? Money money is the energy of God in my personal department of finance. Money is the energy of God in my department of finance. That made sense to me. I had to say this for about 2 years before that light went on, but that made sense. I get energy, we all put off energy. We can get close to each other and our heart rates will energetically become the same. Um, If you studied heart math, I've had experience with that. Our pulse is something I can feel, I can feel energy in me. There is an electrical system on your heart that goes from one node to the next and it fires and then your heart contracts. that's what we put pacemakers to. Some of y'all don't know. I'm a nurse as well. Been a nurse a long time. We wire pacemakers into that energy system so that they cause the heart to contract because the reason there's something wrong if their heart is not contracting correctly. So energy of God and my department of finance, it's very interesting. There is There are four pillars of prosperity, that everything we experience falls under one of these four pillars. Um, So one is prosperity, one is love, one is creative self-expression, and the last one is health. Now, in the beginning, you start working on what's obvious. I I am broken, struggling, I'll do prosperity. And you, you know, and you just work on that. But in time, you realize that our life is a balance. You want to have a balance of those four pillars. And so now with experience, that's what I work on. So you look at your pillars and let's say love is down here. Health is here halfway. Prosperity is quartered, quarter way down. And um, creative self-expression. Either you're really creative like Lynn um, or... It's down here somewhere. So what you want to treat on is having a balance, having these even out. I want my four pillars to even out. I want everything to balance. And I know automatically that's going to bring up the prosperity. It's going to bring up any area where you don't feel confident. But balance is where we need to go with that. We have our concept of God being perfect, whole, and complete as is. We are um, an expression of God. We are in physical form a manifestation of a thought that was held in the mind of God. Every one of us is holy. Every one of us is 100% divine. Every one of us is worthy and deserving of being here. And we are all here on purpose at the perfect time. We're here on purpose with all that's going on politically right now. We're here on purpose. We made that decision to be here. And so we're here, I know, to be comfort, to to express compassion, and to light the world up. I'm going to go quickly through 10 commandments of prosperity. I can also email this to you. These come from Kennedy Schultz, our spiritual grandfather, if you're wondering. Practice gratitude daily. Like, if you want to in the morning, five things, and write them down. In the evening, another five things, write them down. I do it all day. It's my um, praying without ceasing. And so I'm always looking for for good that I can give thanks for. That keeps me in a good place mentally. And I encourage people, if you're going to do this, to have a a text buddy and... um, you send five things to them each day and you're not allowed to repeat any of them ever. So you're always looking for the good. Tithe where you're spiritually fed. Give to causes you believe in. If you listen to NPR for 30, 40 years and you've never given, that's, you know, one you can correct. Never give out of guilt. Um, Ernest Holmes said it's a wicked dollar. If you're doing it to be socially correct, remember it's not the same as spiritually correct. Don't give if you feel guilty about it. Pay your bills on time. And Emerson said, pay them as swiftly as if God sent you that bill. Save some portion of all the money you receive. Stop looking for free and cheap. Live a little. Care about your cash. Do you you see people that wad up their cash and it's all crinkly? If you love something, you're going to take better care of it. Um, Be sure you're in a good frame of mind when you pay your bills so the energy going with it is completely loving. Do y'all have the, um, are y'all doing the increased prosperity thing this month? Okay. So I will leave that to you to do. I thank you for having me. I am so grateful to be here. This is my spiritual home, by the way, where I'm from. So thank you for being here. And I'm grateful to see the people on Zoom. We'll spend a little time after the talk. Thank you.
0: When you come and visit us, you bring so much treasure with you. And today, you brought plenty of prosperity. I love being spiritually correct versus being socially correct. And that is what we have done and how we have lived our lives. And again, just having your prosperous conscious here. Um, for the month of October, we are practicing the prosperity, the increase. It is our mindset. And when we focus on any idea that's out there, that is what becomes magnified in our lives, in our experience. So when we focus on prosperity, we can know without a doubt Again, just as Norman was giving us that, that treatment, without a doubt, I could be part of that. Without a doubt, focusing on prosperity, we can have prosperity in our lives. I want to um, give a shout out to Richard and Lynn. They're out practicing prosperity in Portugal. So you get to practice your idea of whatever prosperity is for you. Um, Here at the center, we have an amazing group of people that uplift us here in a prosperous way. We are grateful to you. We are thankful to you. And it is what we continue to do, build prosperity together. So I want you guys to join me in our affirmation. I live in a universe of abundance as I freely and joyfully give. I join in the divine flow and all that I share with life returns to me multiplied abundantly. And so it is. So if you guys out, you can go to the website, cslmidtown.org to donate. And of course, we do have the basket in the back here at the center. Again, I just want to say thank you to each and every one of you for being with us, for practicing the concept of prosperity, the thought of prosperity. It is the way we can create whatever we desire, whatever experience we desire to have in our lives, so continue your journey on with the idea of prosperity and as I'm saying this, I see my friend catherine we we're certainly glad to see both of you here this morning, but continue your journey on with prosperity and the more prosperity we build within our own consciousness, let's just know again, like um, Reverend John was sharing with us, we have that much more prosperity to share and to give with others. Um, our, Our announcement Uh, Dr. Bob is doing a class, guys. Please go to the website. You can check on those classes and those dates. And as we close out uh, with the affirmation of life, I want to say thank you to Diego. Y'all see how he just did that? He's just really, really smooth. I appreciate you, Diego, making me look good this morning. Thank you. Our affirmation of life, I leave this place now knowing than I knew before. I go forth into the world with a heart full of love and a mind full of good sense. I look at the world in a greater way, knowing that I have within me everything I need to create the life I desire. I give thanks for this understanding and I am grateful for the spirit of life that lives through me. And so it is. Thank you, Jade, for such a wonderful job this morning as well. Guys, please enjoy and have a prosperous week.